All right. We're going to start here with uh, episode one of Cowboys BS. I'm Bill. Um, my Twitter handle, at Cactus. Actually, you can find me at Cactus on pretty much any platform that I am a member of. Instagram, although I don't really use it, so maybe don't even go there. Just mostly Twitter. Where I talk football, a little bit of politics, a little bit of life. But um, this is the Cowboys BS podcast, a creation of my own for me that maybe someone else can listen to at some time. We shall see. So I am sitting here watching the second playoff game of the day on January 4th, 2020. It's the Pats and the Titans, and looks like the Patriots are doing what the Patriots are going to do. Anyway, we're going to move on to some of my thoughts on the Cowboys. We'll start out with the biggest topic throughout the NFL, even though the playoffs are going on, is the who is or will be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Right now, Jerry and Steven and whoever else, the Brain Trust, They've made no announcements on who is going to be the coach. Whether uh, Jason Garrett's coming back, staying, you know, leaving, uh, going to be a, uh, a, you know, some other position in the front office or lead scout or who knows. Or if he's just going to be on his couch. We don't know that yet, but I mean, I don't think it really matters. Uh, been a lot of reports come out that it's already pretty much a done deal. They're just going through whatever they're going through. But they're keeping the Dallas Cowboys at the forefront of the news, which in uh, the entertainment business, which the NFL is entertainment, there's no such thing as bad publicity. So the star is front and center 24-7, 365. That's the goal. Of Jerry Jones. I'm not sure. I doubt that's the goal of Stephen Jones. So we'll see if that changes time going forward as Stephen takes more and more control. So, first point regarding uh, Jason staying in the front office. I don't see that happening um, because I'm sure the only job he would take would be the de facto GM. And I don't believe that Jerry or Steven, or any of us for that matter, would like Will McClay to leave, which he would probably do. I mean, if you bring in another guy equal to you or even technically below you, say, they give him some other title, um, you would be able to see the writing on the wall. But the Joneses, this is a family operation, and in my humble opinion... Uh, Will is every bit as much of the family as Jason. So, I don't see that happening. It hasn't happened. We'll keep our eye on it, but as far as as I'm concerned, it's a done deal. Ain't going to happen. So, the next point. I don't think, you know, like I said, Jason's not going to be the head coach next year. So, We have other speculations on who it's going to be. 
um, the first news of any head coach interviews are with, um, I'm blanking, Mike McCarthy and Marvin Lewis are the two names we've heard. Now, they could be in the friends, uh, in the friends, in the words of my friend uh, McCool at Landon BCB, I believe is his Twitter, um, that, and he was commenting on something another one of my friends at Rabble Rouser had stated on Twitter, of course, uh, that um, they probably they could be interviewing both of those guys, just in case, say they hire a hotshot young defensive coordinator. Well, you want a seasoned vet at off at offensive coordinator, and vice versa, you hire the young hotshot offensive coordinator type to be your head coach. You want a seasoned vet at the defensive coordinator position, a la the Los Angeles Rams with the hiring of McVay and then Wade. So those are two possibilities. I don't really like either one of them as a head coach for the Cowboys. I'm not big fans of either. Um, Neither one of them has really done anything spectacular. I mean, I know McCarthy won a Super Bowl, been to some NFC Championship games, but, I mean, he's got arguably the most talented thrower of the football who's ever uh, graced an NFL field. Um, I mean, there's some other guys who you could say Favre and, you know, there's some lesser-known players with the arm talent, so to speak, but not really because he has the accuracy. He has, he can throw from any angle, any platform, whatever. So I think they should have, you know, been to more Super Bowls, won more Super Bowls with a quarterback like that. And Marvin Lewis is, you know, although he did a, a good job, I mean, you have to give him credit for keeping a team. I mean, he made the playoffs a lot of times. Never won any playoff games, but, I mean, he's probably got the worst owner in the NFL. Cheapest everything. Uh, Just disengaged owner who really didn't care about winning. So, for him to do what he did, that's the reason he remained head coach for so long. Because he did more with less than a lot of guys. Um, so, uh, neither one of those would be at the top of my list. Uh, I, I don't think I would be terribly upset about either because I do see their the points on why you might take them, but I've got a lot of candidates I like better. Um, I will start off with the obvious of Lincoln Riley. You know, the young hotshot college uh head coach who has essentially taken three different quarterbacks to the top of the college football world, not all the way to the top, but, you know, you make the uh, final four or whatever, um, three years in a row, three different quarterbacks, that's that's saying something. Now, um, the most impressive would be this year uh, with Jalen Hurts because he's, I mean, he's a quarterback, but... He doesn't have the throwing talents of the last two that he took to there, took to the uh, top of the heap. Not all the way to the top, but he was up there. And um, so I like him. 
Uh, Matt Rule is another name that's been thrown out, but you know he's done a great job bringing programs back from the dead. But um, man, I don't know. He just don't look like an NFL head coach to me. I don't know. That's maybe that's uh, you know not not a great way to look at it. But um, that's the way I do. I just look at him and he wears funny stuff and. It just, I just, yeah, I just can't see him as a Cowboys coach. So that's going to rule him out for me. I mean, he's got a pretty impressive resume. Um, you know, he he made uh, Temple uh, pretty good again. You know, and Baylor brought Baylor back up to where they're a uh, definite contender every year. You know, they're going to be in the discussion of top twenty-five and such. But don't see him as uh, as an NFL coach. Now we'll move on to another uh, college head coach who I like, and uh, that would be um, Chris Peterson, the coach of the University of Washington. He has done exactly that. Also, he's taken you know he's Boise State came into Boise State. And um, he took, kept the program, kept it rolling, made it roll bigger, you know, uh, very good coach. And then he's moved on to Washington and done the same thing, taking the, uh, taking the uh, uh, Huskies to uh, new higher heights, in my opinion. And he's, of course, he's got ties with Kellen Moore. So that would probably keep your offensive, at least probably, your offensive coordinator, and hopefully, probably the coach I want to stay more, you know, sliding off onto a different topic, kind of. The coach I would want to keep the most probably is John Kitna. Uh, I think he's a perfect quarterback coach. And um, I'm not sure if you can give him all of the credit, but I'm sure you can give him a good portion of the credit for Dax uh, taking another step. Now he needs to take a few more steps, but as has been the uh, the way that Dak has performed through college, he got better and better every year. The NFL, he's also gotten better and better every year. So um, that could be just you know Dak because he's an ultra hard worker. I mean, he's got everything you want, but I think. Kitna, I think it would be a mistake no matter who comes in to let Kitna go. So we'll go back to the head coach. So Chris Peterson is another choice of mine. Another couple of uh, hot names from the uh, coordinator ranks are from Baltimore. And um, uh, one would be the defensive side of the ball. Um, that would be, uh, I'm not sure of his real name, but he's Wink Martindale. And um, he's been a coach for quite a while. Um, and uh, I'm just looking up stuff on him. So um, Don Martindale is his name. So uh, take a look at his coaching. You know, he's been defensive coordinator for the Broncos. 
and uh, also defensive coordinator in college, been a linebacker coach, and uh, you know he's only been a defensive coordinator for the uh, for the last year, two years, so 18 and 19. He's a he was the D coordinator for the Ravens, and the other one is um, the guy on the other side of the ball. And that is, um, yeah, Roman, Greg Roman. So he's pretty interesting. He has been coordinator quite a bit more um, for a longer bit of time. So started his coaching career in 95. So he's been tight ends, line, O-line coach, quarterback coach, He's, he's coached all around the uh, offense his entire time. And he actually just became the offensive coordinator this year. Although he was the coordinator for three years, which um, he was the main architect of uh, the 49ers offense during the uh, Kaepernick years. So he can take, you know... So I don't know if that fits Dak. Dak is much more of a throwing quarterback than either Kaepernick or uh, Lamar Jackson. But he's very creative in the run game. And so he would be an interesting, uh, very interesting um, head coach. I don't know if he would keep on more uh, as the OC. He probably has his own guys that he would like to bring in. Um, some of the college coaches probably lean more heavily on the coaches, you know, might keep more of the coaches here, but, you know, I don't know. Um, and then another hot name that's going around is Eric Bieniemy. He was a pretty darn good football player. Uh, loved watching that guy run, especially when he was with the Chargers. Went to a lot of Charger games. Liked him. Um... So he's been, you know, he's moved his way up the ranks as mostly as a running back coach. Then he was an offensive coordinator at Colorado University. Um, became the running back coach of Kansas City Chiefs there with Andy Reid. And then he's been the old coordinator the last two seasons. Now he doesn't call plays, but that's all right. We don't need one to call plays. We, you know, um, head coach. A lot of them don't call plays anyway. So, so that is, um, you know, uh, it could be a, a downside for the Joneses or it could not, you know. Uh, and so, you know, well, so we're going to take a break now and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Okay. Uh, that wasn't really great. That was just a research timeout for moi. So, um, we'll get into a few more here after I pause and do a little more research. All right, we're back. We're uh, just uh, running down some head coaching candidates. Uh, I've kind of rambled. Not sure of my how I've done as far as sticking to how I started, but. 
we're going to go through a couple more who I like um, and wouldn't be upset at all. Um, and the first one I would say would be Matt Eberflus, or Flus as he's known. Um, he has a really extensive uh, defensive uh, background. He has been a defensive coordinator in the in college at Toledo, who, although they're not a top-line school, they always have quite a bit of talent. Um, and then also at Missouri, another, you know, uh, although not a top school, they've had good teams and uh, they play against good competition. So he stayed at both of those places for a bit. Um, and then he came into the league uh, with Cleveland under uh, uh, Ryan the Ryan brother who I forgot his name because he just sucks so bad in Dallas. But anywho, uh, Rob Ryan. There we go. Got it. Anyway, so he came to Cleveland under Rob Ryan as the linebackers coach. And then he moved to the Cowboys uh, when uh, Rob Ryan came to the Cowboys as a D.C. Um, now, when Ryan left, they didn't get him the uh, defensive coordinator position, but... They did bump him up to linebackers coach and passing game coordinator at some point. So basically that was a move to try to keep him from leaving because they had Rod in place as a defensive coordinator. I think that at that point he was the man that they were assuming would hopefully take over for Rod. But... Um, you know, he got impatient, and of course, because he got offered a better job as the Colts uh, defense coordinator, where he's done a really good job last year and this year. It would keep Dallas in the 4 3. He knows a lot of the, per or some of the personnel. I mean, sure, there's quite a bit of turnover, but, um, and I know the Joneses really liked him. It wasn't a matter of whether or not they liked him, it was a matter of Rod was in his way. So, um, and now Chris Richard has been pushed to that, but. That was only if um, Garrett was going to stay as a coach. Not likely that Chris Richard or Rod Marinelli stay. Now they probably will let, uh, I would think, let Chris Richard interview for the position. But they haven't as of yet. And they don't, you know, they with the Marvin Lewis um, interview that will fulfill the Rooney rule, which of course uh, I believe to be a stupid rule. Yeah, it's great and all, but it just makes for a lot of sham interviews. And I understand everybody says you know gives them uh, gives them a shot to go interview, and I guess that's you know better than not getting an interview because uh, we do see. So maybe maybe I'm uh, refuting my own <laughs> position on it because it's it's tough. I agree that you should have an open mind when hiring, but I also believe that if you're an owner of a team and you want to hire a dude, just hire the son of a gun. But, okay, we'll move on from there. And um, so uh, Lewis, uh, you know, he checks the box on the Rooney rule so they don't, you know, Chris Richard doesn't need to be interviewed for that. So if he gets an interview... With them, I would say it would be a a uh, real interview and not a check the box interview, which is good. Um, you know, I think a lot of people 
over the last two years have uh, up until at least you know midway through this year they really thought Richard was going to be the next head coach of the Cowboys but watching the regression of the defense this year and he being the play caller and you know who knows how much control he has but I'm going to think he has assumed more control over the defense kind of like Rod did uh when he first came here as a defensive line coach, and then he slowly just became the de facto defensive coordinator until Monty retired, or they pushed him out of the door, whichever, which is probably what would happen if Jason Garrett stayed, if the Cowboys could have, you know, been better under Garrett. So I'll move on to my next uh, uh, head coach that I like is David Shaw from Stanford. He's a guy who's been doing a lot with Les for quite a while. It's really hard to get your a lot of your top-notch athletes in to Stanford. Kind of like Notre Dame, but um, maybe harder. I'm not sure of the academic uh, requirements, but they're pretty high for Stanford. And they're not really known as a football power, so that's another drawback. So... You know, um, I think that he's done a lot. He runs a, a fairly straightforward pro-style, pro not even pro-style anymore, I guess, a more conservative offensive uh, game plan. But, um, yeah. so I like him as a head coach, a walk-around head coach type. That would mean keeping more in place and letting him, because he is a, He's a true leader. He's a leader. David Shaw. Uh, well respected. So, I'm going to end it here. Uh, this is just a check run. We're at a little over 20 minutes. Uh, I haven't talked that long in a while. So, I'm going to sign off. Cowboys BS. This is uh, Bill or a.k.a. at Yuma Cactus. I'll see you on the interwebs. Hola.